Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yeah. yeah. Philly. Bird gang. Yeah. They got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Everybody hating on that bird gang energy. They trying to take the wave that we on. Check it and respect it, bruh. Sports and John. Ooh, we. Yeah, we got that loud pipe. This that show, all bird gangs alike. Agel, E Rock, Evan, the homie Mike. Ain't no show keeping up in sight. Yeah. When you watching them birds play, thoughts go through your mind about some misplays. Backstage politics, who's next on the trade block? Tune in to 4th and John, get your answers, bruh. If you be in the city, just know that we get busy. Time there's a whole game tailgate. We lit Cheering on them birds, uh, singing that fight song. E-A-G-L-E-S, we on, look. We from Philly. If you don't know, we run these streets the same way the birds run that NFC East. Giants is weak, skins is trash, Cowboys every season whoop that ass. It ain't no competition, we here for those who listen. Want nothing but the facts, that ego coalition. We could give two fucks about your trash ass team. Our concern is about that black, that white, that midnight green. The feathers on the helmet, bruh, our hearts indebted. Fly, Eagles, fly, what it's about, bruh, I said it, look up. But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? What's up, home of the Super Bowl 52 champions? from Wildfire Sports Studios. Welcome to the 4th and John Eagles 2018 offseason episode 3. Boys and girls, it's only been two weeks, but it feels like forever since we were all in this studio talking about our beloved Eagles. It'd be nice to go to Wildfire and have two consecutive weeks where we have a show without Mother Nature kind of kicking us in the dick and taking it away from us and doing it every other week. But it's not like we missed anything, right? Right? I mean, it's not like there's a whole bunch to talk about. Right? I mean, there's Mike Wallace being signed as an Eagles wide receiver. Vinny Curry's out. That's a shame. 
what else we got? Oh, we got details about the 4th and John trip to Canton coming up in August. Hey, hey. hey. We got uh, details about the 4th and John and Wildfire Sports Collective draft party coming up later in April. Nothing else to talk about, right? Wrong. Right? Wrong. Now, listen, I always sit up here and kind of stand up on my soapbox, preach the gospel a little bit, set the table for the episode. But for the first time... Listen, we're just going to address the big old elephant in the room. We're going to talk about it, and hopefully you guys aren't Michael Bennett to death at this point. But I just want to hand it off right to my man Gail to kind of set the table for this Michael Bennett situation. You know, I'm still in my Super Bowl high. You know, I don't like my Super Bowl high to be fucked with. But Michael Bennett uh, had a, a situation that the Eagles and the Seahawks both did not know of. Um, it's it's a weird situation. This case is yes. really wor- weird. It took a long time for it to come to fruition. Uh, they said they knew where Michael Bennett was. Uh, you know, it, I think it was like 13 months. Uh, other things were more important, like Tom Brady's jersey. Uh, Which they had all the footage for. Yep, they had all the, all the angles. That jersey went to Mexico and back, and then it, it got uh, sent all the way with uh, state troopers all the way safely back to uh, <laughs> New England's uh, home base. So, I mean, there, there's some weird situations going on with this thing. Uh, so, basically, uh, Bennett was indicted. Um, the charge here, the charge, injury to elderly includes intentionally and knowingly causing bodily injury to a 65 year, years or older. It carries a penalty of up to 10 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. <laughs> it's the Texas, Texas Penal Code Section 2204. Um, I mean, the, the situation is, it's, a, it's weird, because when they, when they had the, the press conference, the, the way that the, uh, the chief of police was talking about the case, it's weird that he kind of, you know, they'll report what's going on, but he kind of, like, chose a side and basically was talking about how uh, morally bankrupt Michael Bennett was. So, yeah. I mean, for, for a case to, uh, you know, begin, like, he's already putting some kind of thoughts in the heads of the people that are, are going to uh, vote on this. So, I mean, it's tough. But, I, I like, I really think that Michael Bennett's going to be okay on this case. Uh, they're going to throw some money at it. Um, they're going to make it go away. Because um, if they can prove that it was, you know, he didn't, he didn't, um, purposely do this they're good you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um because they had, and they also if it was so bad that they let him just walk on by and wait 13 months to bring it to everybody's attention how bad was the situation and the police even if the police officer was, officer was off duty he in, in in that county can arrest him and put him in jail that night so the situation is weird, my friend. The, the situation is weird, and perhaps we as Eagles fans, me specifically, we, we've gotten a little spoiled over the last two years of not having a high level of drama within this locker room, yeah, within this organization. I've had uh, a lot of fun, especially last year, poking fun at the Cowboys and all their <laughs> off-season drama. Are you calling us Cowboys light? Hold on, time out. I've had a lot of I've oh, had a lot of fun poking uh, yeah, yeah. poking fun at the New York Giants and all the Odell Beckham Jr. off season, which is continuing once again this year. 
And there's all that trade speculation. Last year, there was also the Washington Redskins firing their general manager. Is he an alcoholic? Is he not an alcoholic? Meanwhile, the Eagles had a tight-knit locker room mm -hmm. that were off in North Dakota singing Kumbaya with the rest of the wide receivers. I made a video about this. I might make another baby tonight, just the name of Carson. Pri pri prior to the season about, hey... Everybody else is making headlines for all the wrong mm -hmm. reasons. Meanwhile, the Eagles had the single best offseason last year and were, and were flying completely underneath the radar and how they were going to catch everybody by surprise. Now, granted, I didn't know the outcome would be what it was, but I really enjoyed the fact that the, Flyers, the, the Eagles were flying <laughs> underneath the radar. The radar. It's, it's uncomfortable to now have, be in a position where you have to either defend, disagree with, or just an overall distraction about a player who, who literally just got here. I mean, I haven't even seen this guy in an Eagles uniform yet. I, I have zero emotional attachment to Michael Bennett. But it is a, it, it is a little weird to, to now be in a position where you have to defend a player and or see a player of your own in the headlines. Yeah, I mean, I think if you think about, like, the foundation of, of, of this team, you walk into a locker room and you know that you already have this in the media and you walk in that locker room, people are like, really dude? Like, I mean, not some, some you're going to play off, you know? Yeah. But if I'm like a, a leader of the team, I'm like, dude, you got to button this shit up. Or, you know, I mean, you might have, I, I don't even, maybe he didn't know about it, you know? But, but the other weird situation is, uh, Michael Bennett also, uh, has a book coming out April 3rd. Uh, 2018. Uh, basically, the name of the title of the book is "Things That Make White People Uncomfortable." <laughs> Not a so, mercy. Uh, so I mean, uh, he, he has a. Uh, it could be like he's got a book coming out, and this is perfect timing. Whether it's weird on their end, or you never know. You never know. You never weird. know. It's weird, but and, and it is a thing that makes. A white person uncomfortable. <laughs> Even the title, <laughs> especially, especially, especially this white person, yeah. right, right here. Because look, w w when you start to talk and, and discuss Michael Bennett, regardless of what team he plays for, or, or or athlete or not, famous or not, you start to see situations on the timeline. You start to hear the callers on sports talk radio picking sides. Right, and it's pretty easy to see who's playing for for what team. You've got some white people out there that are, and this is going to be an uncomfortable discussion. But mm -hmm. there's going to be there's some people out there that that not only want to condemn Michael Bennett right off the bat, want to point the finger and say he's guilty. There's people out there that are rooting for him yeah. to be guilty, just based off the color of his skin, and that, quite frankly, is wrong. Don't get too excited. There's a flip side to that. There's some people in the African-American uh, community who, no matter what Michael Bennett may or may not have done, will defend him and not apologize for him, but make excuses for him just based off the color of his skin. And we can, we can then rewind that a little bit and look at a different example. Riley Cooper a couple years ago. There were white people out there who said that, listen, he made a mistake. It wasn't a big deal. He was drunk. Mm -hmm. Still rocking the jersey. Oh, Nothing should happen to him. <laughs> Just get over it based off the color of Riley Cooper's skin. And that's wrong. You can't tell uh, people who that word affects how they should feel about that word. 
And then we can rewind the tape even further. When Michael Vick came aboard to the Philadelphia Eagles, some of those very same people who were willing to make excuses for Riley Cooper unfairly, just based off the color of his skin, were not willing to give Michael Vick a second chance, even though he apologized, just like Riley did. Uh, He did his time, and so on and so forth. And there were people, don't get too excited, on the opposite side who were willing to just say, just get over it, it's not a big deal, that's part of the culture, and make excuses for it. It's It's a very uncomfortable situation to be in, and quite frankly, I'm not trying to compare assaulting an elderly woman in a wheelchair. It's paraplegic. Paraplegic to an individual using uh, dropping uh, the N-bomb in public at a country music concert to an individual who's, uh, who's been accused and, and tried and, and found guilty of murdering dogs for sport. All I'm saying is that each individual one has to be looked at on an individual circumstance. I'll go out on the record and just fucking say it. I'm not a big Michael Bennett fan. I don't like the guy. I don't, I don't, I respect who he is on the field. Hell of a ball player. I respect the work that he does in the community and the charities that he has. I respect the fact that the Eagles organization and leaders in that locker room were asked and vouched on behalf of Michael Bennett. But the shit that he pulled out in Las Vegas coming from a police family, it didn't sit right with me. So I'm not a big Michael Bennett fan personally. But having said all that, I'm not going to let my personal feelings about the guy uh, disrupt the finely tuned machine inside my nose, which is the bullshit detector. Because I'm looking at Officer Bar Brady and the Dunkin' Donuts All-Stars standing up there holding a press conference, presenting, trying to paint Michael Bennett as a morally corrupt individual. Drop it F, but I've never seen a cop drop a motherfucker or a fuck in a press conference before, trying to paint public opinion against him and then presenting a case that's got more holes in it than Swiss cheese. There is no video evidence, despite all the video evidence of Tom Brady's jersey getting stolen. Minute by minute. Minute by minute. Almost almost like clockwork. There's no evidence of this this altercation inside the tunnel. And in Super, Super, Bowl, Super Bowl security is the top security yes. in all events. Yes. And the Super Bowl, the American, like any, like, you know, Grammys, it's up there. It's it's top of the line. And the Super Bowl itself probably has more cameras than any other event that takes place on yeah. there. Let alone the people holding their cell phones that do more video to watching through the screen of their cell phone than they do... Watching the game with their own two eyes. Right. I, and there's also uh, Ashley, I believe his sister, Bennett. I was also just about had to say, the, yeah. Uh, video. Mm-hmm. She had posted and she said, I was there. I have video of it. Of it. And, it and when someone's indicted, sometimes they don't have all the, they don't have access to all the, um, you know, st- stuff that's out there. So, you know, and they could be holding this. Like she deleted that tweet. So that information the def- defense could be holding on to because it's very important to this case. Um, so Yeah, I mean, that video didn't even show a lot. It was just, like, clips of him, like, running down to the field and then clips of him, like, yeah, sitting yeah. in the stands. There might be more video, though. That's what I'm saying. There might be because I think all the all it was was, like, one of those one-minute Snapchat clips. I think that's what she was doing for those videos that he was doing with – that she was doing from, with Michael Ben or whatever. But – Oh no! This whole thing in general is just sketchy as hell as it is. And, 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 and it, doesn't, the, it doesn't pass the smell test. It no. doesn't pass the smell test at all. Nor did really the secure the 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 company that 
supplies the security people. NRG. NRG. Mm-hmm. Nor that off-duty police officer really do their due diligence. Like, like a defense attorney is going to have a field day with this because there's so many holes in it. For, first of all, if Officer Murphy or whatever his name was went and tried to chase Michael Bennett down and, and uh, you know, confront him or ask him questions and he blew them off, you're supplied with radios. Cops know to document this stuff. Or, you know, Michael Bennett did this. There was no documentation of the injuries to the elderly quadriplegic woman in a wheelchair the day of the event. That's what, that was said during the press conference. So there's no documentation of the inc- incident happening that day. There's no documentations of the injury happening that, happening that day. There's nothing as of yet that says that Michael Bennett was the guy who did this. Now, so why, so why is it being brought up? So why is it being brought up? Any, 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 any guesses? <laughs> There's a book dropping April 3rd, 2018. <laughs> but, that, but that's going to be weird. Does this it's like weird. remind you a little bit of the Zeke situation? Just a little bit because there's a lot of things with the whole Zeke situation. There wasn't much evidence of him like, him, like beating this woman and stuff like that. There was like pictures but they weren't sure if it was 100% true, and there's, there was just so many holes with the Zeke ordeal. But at the same time, I mean, the whole thing doesn't make I, sense. Like Michael, like Michael Bennett knows what his situation is. There's no way he's going to put himself in this. A lot of these players are, are very self-aware of their surroundings. I mean, a lot of these players get caught up in the craziest. You know, they can put this. They can put this uh, complaint in. The, the player has millions of money. Mm-hmm. Put the put the lawsuit in. Throw money at it. What, what about the the DJ that got punched in the nose by Zeke Elliott? What happened to the charges? Somebody threw money at that. Shut it up and shut it down. Like if you if you're in that situation, go ahead, man. Put a lawsuit in. You're gonna get money. He, he, here's the thing. When this initially happened, I thought exactly that. Just throw some money at it. Yeah. Make it go away. Yep. We don't need this kind of distraction. Right or wrong. Guilty or not guilty, it happened or it didn't, we don't need this kind of distraction. The more it kind of goes on, the more I think that, listen, I don't, if you want to tell me that Michael Bennett uh, stood at a gate and told somebody, do you know who I am, I can own this motherfucker, oh, all right, I'll buy that, I'll buy that. If you want to tell me Michael Bennett looked at an off-duty uh, police officer as, as a security guard and said, fuck you, all right, I can buy that. But the fact that they weren't able to get to Bennett to question him, the fact that what happened out in Las Vegas, the fact that maybe he wasn't cooperating, the fact that the police department felt disrespected in that angle. I look at that guy and I'm like, this guy's trying to make an example they are, out of Michael Bennett. They are trying to make an example. And I don't think he throws money at it. Because any defense lawyer would go to Michael Bennett and be like, they, even, if it, even if it did happen, even, even if he did put his hand on a, on a quadriplegic woman or act like an asshole, which I can buy. There's no way that if this goes to trial, that you're getting there's too many holes. Nothing was documented. It it, it took too long. There were too many people trying to rush the field at once. How do you know it was Michael Bennett? This is all hit. Boom, 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 boom. So if I'm the defense attorney, I'm telling Michael Bennett, nah, fuck it. They put you in. Was he in handcuffs today? Yeah. Yes. They put you in handcuffs and paraded you around in front of cameras. That's what they did. Do you think Michael Bennett's the type of individual to take something like something like that lightly or laying down or quietly? No, I would take it. I would t- if I'm Michael His Bennett's attorney, was talking about that attorney too. I would take it to trial, deny mm-hmm. everything, watch the prosecution, 
fucking lose and then start suing people for defamation. That, I, I mean, you honestly, can't handle I don't like Michael Bennett, but that's what the fuck I would yeah. do. But you know what? What if he's proven, somehow proven guilty? That, do you still want him in this team? I sure as hell don't. I don't think he'll be playing. Yeah. If he's uh, I don't you don't think, think so? He's guilty. I, I think, if anything, he'll be suspended. I don't, I don't think he'll be suspended for the whole year. But yep. which is, but yep. my question is, would you want him in this team if he was proven if, if, guilty? If, if, if everything that Officer Bar Brady stood up there and said came to fruition and there was video evidence and everything was correct, no, I don't want him, I don't want him as I an agree. eagle. I agree. I don't want I him agree. as an eagle. Yeah. But there's also an added layer which you touched on. There's the court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. There's the court of law. And then there's the court of Roger Goodell. So what does Raj say about all this? Yeah, Roger's going to have to say this. So it, it's going to take another element on its own after this if if Roger feels like you know, he'll be the judge, jury, and executioner on this after. I just have a feeling it's going to be like a Zeke was, Elliott type it was bullshit at a, again. It was at a NFL event as well. Yeah. So that adds another element to it. But, I mean, you know, as a, as a black dude in America, <laughs> uh, you know, the legal system and black people dealing with the legal system it is a problem with as well as with the police officers officers mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so i you know some people i mean like you know i i've been through it myself you know i i just you know it the system is is crazy and when when he when he's painted like this before he's even just like put put like let, let's rewind go back to the uh, Nelson Aguilar situation when everyone was ready to kick him off the team Stating, thinking that he was he raped some, uh, you know, well, strippers, stripper, oh, yeah, that, that and, and there are yep. some people on the timeline ready to trade him <laughs> uh-huh. on the spot without any information. I mean, we we live in an era where, you know, it's you know it's information whether it's right or wrong is so accessible to us mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. we don't know which what which it's is true, true or, not. or not. You know, and you could run with it depending on what kind of narrative you have. You can run with it. So. At the end of the day, you got to wait for the facts. Um, I just hate to be dealing with this shit. Yeah, on my we're not used to this shit, man. It's been a little while since we had to deal with kind of bullshit like this. And and that speaks to the point that I think uh, I either may or may not have uh, poorly tried to make in in the beginning. Whereas I would like to see people treated not based off the color of their skin, but tried fairly, judged fairly. And treated fairly without a fucking narrative just bang thrown into yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It almost seems like, you know, it, 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 if, if a black guy is accused of something wrong, you know right on the timeline, mm-hmm. people are picking sides and throwing narratives. Mm-hmm. If it's a white guy accused of doing something wrong, it's people picking sides. Like if it's the, if it's the, if it's the cops in Las Vegas, look how they jumped all over the cops in Las Vegas. Turns out, based on the body cam footage, that that shit was exaggerated at best. Mm-hmm. They, but they have all the footage, though? Yeah. For what? The Michael Bennett situation. Yeah. 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 But he did get, he got profiled, though, right? No. That, no. I, I mean, uh, to be honest, get, I'm not sure. He did get I, thrown I, to the I, ground, I, though, right? I'm not. Yeah, well, yes, he, he was. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he oh, yeah. Profiled. He wasn't obeying. Like, like, they based it off of his behavior, the way he was acting during an active shooter situation, which we can, <clears throat> unfortunately, months later, we found out how dangerous that situation could be when a white dude up at the top of Mandalay Bay shot up a bunch of other white people down at the country music concert. You know, that, that's a shame that that had to happen. He was acting sketchy. He was, he was kind of ducking. The police kind of looked. He was acting sketchy during that situation. They asked him to stop. He didn't stop. 
They tackled it. Like, they don't know whether he's the guy or not. They tackled him. They questioned him professionally and then realized that he isn't the guy and let him go because they got to find the guy. Like, if you're acting sketchy and you're not listening to police. Did they ever find the guy? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if they ever found the guy. <laughs> but, but, but that, so, so, so people were quick to judge on that, and then the body cam footage came out and the truth was told. And now people are quick to judge Michael Bennett on this. And I, and I can't help but tie, like, it, it, like it's tied in. Like, there was an exaggeration over here, and it made the cops look bad. And I can't help but think that the cops are then trying to make an example out of Bennett on that. You know what I mean? It's just going to be an interesting few weeks how this story unfolds as it is. I mean, just like Gail said, I, I don't feel like dealing with this shit. Here do I. Right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If, if it comes to a point that he is proven guilty, get him the fuck off this team. Uh, I could care less. Our D-line stacked as it is anyway. Do you, do you guys remember the good old days when <laughs> we had when Carson was baptizing players in the uh, and that's the way the it pool. should be. That's yeah. Yeah. That's all the cow. It was the Cowboys players that were getting arrested. Yeah. And it were, I think it's, I miss it, those days. It, it'll get back to that. And I I really do feel like in this situation, well, I, I, they said if if he didn't uh, do it on purpose, say if he pushed open a door and the the person uh got injured or something and he didn't mean it mm-hmm. and it wasn't he didn't intentionally do it mm-hmm. i think it's like a third degree felony or something it's, it's, i mean if an accident should not be a felony or something like that so i i he no nah, i would he, he if, had to prove if i'm him i'm throwing i'm throwing money at it it'll go away quickly and we'll get back to doing eagle stuff yeah because yeah. he's not gonna want to drag this out well, while he's well, with eagles well are you sure about that are you sure i about mean that? if i'm him what was the name of his book again <laughs> <laughs> well, he's making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> but, but speaking on a different subject, the Eagles did. Uh, speaking of another new addition to the Philadelphia Eagles, they, I was going to uh, say, I bring some light. Yeah, you know, the I Mike mean, was, I absolutely loved there it is. the Mike Wallace signing, and it really kind of confuses me even more as to why the Carolina Panthers would trade for a guy like Torrey Smith with a five million dollar hit on it. To wrap it all up, to get to the to get to the meat of it, the Eagles basically got a wide receiver with more catches, more yards, and more touchdowns in a more inept offense for half the price, two point five million, up to four, if I remember correctly, Incentive, up yep. to four, and also acquired a guy like Worley, who gives you at worst depth at the cornerback position and maybe a special teams player at worst. And he's the guy they also liked. The guy Prior to the draft situation, mm-hmm. but uh, Panthers moved meetings. up in the third round to get him. Um, and he's an Eagle fan. Grew up from grew is up is in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. He's from Philly. All you guys say is Howie fucking Roseman. Even freaking resigning Bradham, I was shocked we were able to resign Bradham well, because we haven't done a show since yeah. Bradham yeah, uh, yeah. resigned. Yeah. We we didn't even talk about it. I was shocked we'd been able to sign him. I mean, basically, that deal is like a two-year deal, like for fourteen million. Yeah. Now, thanks, so, for, mean, thanks for pointing that out, Richard Sherman. By the way, thanks for thanks for so that's a, it's, out. A, it's a great deal on Howie's part. You're getting uh, you're getting fucking. Mike it was Wallace. like a team-friendly deal Mike, all the way around. Mike Wallace, uh, who took less money to come here, he said he had better offers other ways. It seems to be a else. common theme about players that are coming here. And he, Carson he, he, Wentz. Was, he was talking about being a younger player and securing a bag. He got that bag of money. Yeah, he got, he got paid. the first contract. Yeah, he got paid by the Dolphins mm-hmm. on that big, big yeah. contract. Yep. Now it's about securing a ring, and this is the, this is the best situation for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in this offense, we talk about having that vertical talent in in this offense, opening up wheels. the field. Dude, 
that's the, he's the perfect <laughs> guy. I mean, he, he can still get deep. He had like a he ran like a four two nine ish, all right. And then, but yeah, I think he ran like four three something in the uh, at the at the combine. But that guy's got. <laughs> he was the only dude that was like a burner before, uh, better than Deshaun Jackson back then. And and all the Ravens reporters are saying that he's such a great locker room guy. He does so many things for the community in Baltimore oh, and all that stuff at the time. Like good yeah. locker room guy. Yeah, good luck. I mean, the Ravens reporters just keep raving about him, how great of a locker room and I mean, community le- guy he 11 is. 11 catches of 20-plus yards. And that for this offense... That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But now we got to wait for Matt Collins for another year, it seems like now. Matt, well, don't, don't, don't force. I mean, listen, <laughs> the, the, the Eagles needed to sign another wide receiver, plain and simple. You know, they, they just needed to sign another wide receiver. It didn't matter if Matt Collins was the two and the veteran was the four or the veteran's the two and Matt Collins is the four. I, they're going to continue to groom Matt Collins at his own pace. I don't want to see them rush the kid along a la Nelson Aguilar. It's, it's, it's tough when you force a guy in a position where you're asking too much of him. Yeah. And this way a veteran comes in that you're not asking too much of. You're at, at, at most, you're asking him to be what we expected Torrey Smith to be, the fans did, when he came in, which was probably, if I was the guest, Torrey Smith's expectations when we first signed him, I would say 800 yards, seven touchdowns. Yeah. And that's not unreasonable no. to expect no. in this offense. I mean, he, 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 he almost had 800 yards, if I remember correctly, in a Ravens offense. That stunk. Yeah. That I mean, was their passing attack was hard. Terrible. Horde. Terrible. And he had what? Four touchdowns? Yeah, he had four, four touchdowns. touchdowns. So, I mean, it's not... It, if he can just reproduce what our expectations were for Torrey Smith, the fan base's expectations, I mean, boom, you're beautiful. I mean, he, he's 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 a better receiver than Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. And everyone, yes. you know, the, he gets labeled with the vertical threat thing. He He's more than just a vertical threat. I mean, you can move him around. You can, you can put him in slot. I mean, but the, the, at the end of the day, you know, we were talking about Matt Collins. Mm-hmm. You, you're not going to hand the keys over to Matt Collins. You, you want to create competition in your locker room. Not only that, and just have the, depth. Right. And, but, but then it brings the best out of your players. Mm-hmm. You just don't give uh, – uh, then you also have Shelton Gibson, um, mm-hmm. our, our draft pick from last year, who's also a vertical threat. He had, like, a limited route tree coming out of West Virginia, so I feel like – And hands of stone. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he had the dropsies, um, but, uh, you know, I think we, we have – pieces in place. I remember last year when they brought in when they had the running back situation coming out of the draft, I was like, eh. Remember I was telling you, I was like, I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. When they signed LeGarrette Blount, I was like, yes. (laughs) Yeah, that that feels like my couch. This this is comfortable. And then you jumped out of your seat when they got a jay. That was even better. No, that that, that was that was. So I I feel like this move is like the LeGarrette Blount move of last year. Uh, We've got to we've upgraded the position and for cheaper. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and the Eagles got under the salary cap. They were able to sign one of their main priorities in the offseason. That Howie Roseman said during the exit interview with, with Brad. I'm like, look, we're going to try to do everything that we can to get you back. And it was funny how you didn't hear any rumors about Brad. No. Like all these rumors flying around and everything like that. You didn't hear a peep about Brad. That's because they were working it out behind the scenes. And, yes, he did have offers from other teams that yeah. he didn't want to get into, but he came back home to Philadelphia, and they were able to sign a guy like Wallace. And it's a perfect situation for Brad. I mean, he's got a great relationship with Schwartz. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, and he has a great relationship with Doug. Did you guys ever see uh, that video yeah, clip yeah. of him, like him and, yeah, uh, yeah. Doug Pearson, right a real big hug after he signed the contract? I mean, It's plus, awesome stuff. Man. The system is best for his abilities, mm-hmm. uh, and after winning a Super Bowl, 
you know, the, the, the teammates were texting him like, yo, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously there's a bond within that locker room. The guys were like holding to him like, dude, mm-hmm. don't leave. Yeah, and he he's came the most back. consistent tackler on the defense. So I mean, if we get him for two two more years, um, he can leave after that. Yeah, you know? yeah, there'll be an option after that. I, 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 I know one shoe had to drop before the uh, before the Bradham signing, but I really thought they were going to hang on to Vinnie Curry like and use him as draft bait. I didn't think. I thought they were well, going to either like, release like, him like or trade him. In my own head, I'm now exhausting. The options, because I, I think the Nick Foles thing, we can all agree at this point, at least on this podcast, that it's off the table. Yeah. Like Nick Foles is going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, barring any unforeseen injury going into training camp or the preseason, you would anticipate Nick Foles staying. Sam Bradford gets hurt. Flip uh, him again. Vinny Curry, I thought, would have been maybe Plot a twist. piece that they might package together to move up in the draft to get back into day two. Yeah. I think teams were waiting. They were just waiting for because they knew that the Eagles, you know, the Eagles needed the money. They had to make moves. Yeah, they yeah. needed so, the money. Because the, the Bucks, like the guy, the team that we talked about, him potentially could go to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Nelson uh, Nelson said by name. Yeah. He was pressing that. So, but uh, JPP, they offered a third and a fourth round pick for JPP, and they knew uh, the Eagles couldn't couldn't wait any longer. No. They're like, what are we going to give another pick? No, we'll wait till he, he gets released. Yeah, gets yep. released. Mm-hmm. And they jumped on it. Speaking of, speaking about a former giant man, Odell Beckham. Oh, uh, I love yeah, everything oh about it. See, can I we can we, can we get back to talking about other people's <laughs> players and the problems that other teams bullshit during the, during, during the <laughs> off season? This guy can't keep himself out of the fucking <sighs> news. First of all, was that him in the club in Atlanta? Yes. Did we ever determine that that was him when everyone was telling? No, him they uh, the club in Atlanta when he when uh, he got nope. punched out when he got uh, apparently it wasn't him. Uh, what I, I don't know if it was him or not. I, apparently, it was false. Stories. I mean, people ran with it like it was him. Yeah, like when it first came out, everybody was saying it was OBJ. But then I think one or two. You know how many dudes? just like You know how many dudes in New York that I see look like Odell? A Beckham? lot, North Jersey dude. Yeah, all the dudes have the poof hair with the blonde. But the, I mean, the, like I was, I put it on Twitter. It's it's I, reported that he was misidentified. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I didn't think it was okay. him. Yeah. What I I do see a guy like that in my neighborhood, but. Because he lives a block away from me in this three-story... Wait, Odell Beckham Jr. lives a block away from you. I told you this. Yeah, he said... Yeah, 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 right. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> three, three just, trying, <laughs> just trying to continue the yeah, fucking yeah. conversation. Three floor, he's got a three-floor three, three floor pad. I was going to take a photo and put it. I was like, nah, that's kind of creeperish. But, like, I was walking my dog... Giants dogs. fans do that. Three days ago, I saw this moving past. You, in my, in my uh, town, you got to put on your fence when you're getting a, a moving truck. And I was like... Oh shit! I was like, "Oh, Odell's moving out of the, moving out of the neighborhood." Um, and that news had just broke two days, what, like a, two weeks before that? Yeah, with it, with. And then, but then the recent news of the, the Rams possibly. Oh shit! If the Rams Where get, the hell are they getting all this money from? Is it money well, growing trees out? They didn't. They're not paying golf. They're not paying. Um, they're only a one year. That only one year deal for. Um, what about Sue? So, uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, fourteen mil, I believe it was for Sue. I don't know, they, but they but they are loading up, and and as much as I would love to take a look at these corners, Talib and 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 what is it, Peters? Yeah, Mark yes. Peters. There's a lot uh, of... out there, and 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 the attitude of those players, and and as much as I would, I I see people kind of comparing it to the Eagles' dream team of of the past. Now they add so you gotta admit that defense, they're, they're, they're that nasty. defense looks that they're I mean, nasty. The, 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 Wade Phillips, 
it has a lot to mold with the, that's a, that's yeah. a great group for him I, and a great defensive coordinator man i like wade phillips yeah. always you know always respected Th- him. this was actually part of my around the league where do you guys rank like um rank the nfc defenses the defensive lines defensive uh, lines still, that's still, it we're still up there hmm? uh, so, we're uh, gotta be a top two we yeah, have to be a top I, two. I, I want to hear your top three defensive lines in the NFC in order. <sighs> I mean, just just with adding Sue and Donald right next, that's that's a that's Does that make them better than us. Uh, no, good. not at all. I mean, like, like I mean, I, 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 I've been every, saying every, everybody gets worried about saying is it better than us? Oh, hell no, dude. I, I, dude. We're top. It, we're no, top. It's dude. up there. Dude. It's up there. Yeah. No. Dude. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> we're yo. We're fucking too deep with seasoned veterans with three or four. Signature moves going up against younger linemen, unseasoned linemen, offensive linemen. If you forget what, what signature move is coming, we got, we got second teamers coming that are seasoned veterans. That's what, that's when, you, when you saw us getting pressure, mm. those younger offensive linemen are like, dude, I don't know which move is coming next. Then you have fucking bending off the motherfucking edge, Derek Barnett coming in, who's a totally different player what, than a Brandon Graham. We haven't even talked about the Nada signing yet either. There's a That's a lot of experience. Yeah. It and is. We're, we're bringing another guy in Bennett who created more pressures than the guys that we have on our line who doesn't have to, who's going to be well-rested Bennett mm-hmm. if he's not locked up. The Rams are looking past oh, The Rams are looking at it. Look, I'm not willing to look past them. The Rams are looking at they're, they're, they're top. They're okay. top two. They're, top, they're really close with me, us with the name Eagles. Me, name me some guys that are besides Brockers, Michael Brockers. Who, name who, some who other can, guys. Who can the, do it on the edges? Right. That, that we can't wait. They're a little weak. Yeah, well, edges, right. Yeah. yeah. So we just run outside, bro. And they traded Quinn, right? Yep. Yes. He's, he's with the Dolphins. Yep. Yeah. And, they, and they traded Quinn. So we can run on the outside, bro. I just see I just see the uh, the Rams and I and I look at uh, the team of Philadelphia past where they know they they underperformed in the playoffs and they have a quarterback who works incredibly well in that system, i.e. Nick Foles. They have an incredibly strong running game, albeit only with one person. But man, that one person is absolutely deadly and girly. He's a jack of all yeah. trades. Like if you combine Legarrette Blunt and Corey Clement. And maybe even a little uh, better at pass catching than Clement, but like you sprinkle in a little Sproles, your seasoning of Sproles in there. That's Todd Gurley, and then just a just a defense that can get after the quarterback and lock down your passing game, man. You you saw they were they were kind of green in the playoffs, you know, as a whole that that whole team. Like playoff football is way different. And if you look at our roster last year, seasoned veteran coaches, Doug Peterson's been there. You know, there's so many guys that have been there before yeah. last season. This our squad. This was their first time in the playoffs too, though, man. But I mean, there there's guys in that locker room that were veterans who had experience, playoff experience. A small handful. There was there was Legarrette Blunt and Chris Long. They won Super Bowls. Some, some like, va- foundation guys in there that yeah. I'm not denying their some their influence in, in the locker room. All I'm saying is is that I'm for down the, the majority, well, Malcolm Jenkins too as well. Foles had a playoff experience. One game. Corey <laughs> 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 Graham. So, 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 getting back to Odell, because I'm, I'm, I'm doing this in order on, on, on purpose. Do you think he gets traded? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think the Browns might really come into play. I don't think that they have the money and they have like a setup that they could do it, especially with Landry. With I guess pick. you could say Tyron Taylor. I, I, I mean, guess well, they have the fourth and they have the thirty-two pick. What's uh, thirty-three? 33rd pick, so they can package those 
and shoot. The Browns she, can make it happen. They could well, if they want. What do you think yeah. the maximum that they would get for? But they got to give them. De- they have the money to give them another deal. Or, or early too. An early two. That's early what I was saying. Like, I don't think they're getting the, a first the, gi- the Giants. He's too much Browns can do a first. No, I, I'm saying for, I d- for Odell. I don't. I don't no, they've got to give first. I was going to say, they have to do a first. The Browns yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but who, who, the Browns have the what? The, the contracts. They have the fourth. The first. The fourth. The 33rd. Yeah, but you're not giving up the first or the fourth. So at best, if you're You want to give up a fourth pick for Odell? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to happen. So if you're not giving up the first, you're not giving up the fourth. I think the, the, it's if us. I'm the Browns, even though I have the caps to sign them and everything, I'm not giving them anything better than the thirty. Or like Gail said, the thirty third pick. I was going to say the thirty third pick would make more sense. Well, you could move back from the fourth and acquire more picks. What's up, Justin? Do you really want to give the Giants the two and the four pick? No. Hell no. No. But no, but, 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 but the Browns wouldn't either. You know, like they're they're in a position to where they can get Barkley and a quarterback right now. Yeah. But, you know, Odell's not worth that at all. No. No, not 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 not, no, not in the least bit. I I I want I want the Giants to get Barkley. I mean, they should be picking a quarterback. You want the Giants to get Barkley? Yes. Explain that because I. Oh yeah. I mean, not personally, but I want them to make the wrong move of drafting a Barkley. They still they need linemen. Like if they if the if the Giants were smart in the spot where they're at, they could get a king's ransom from the Buffalo Bills and rebuild that whole squad. You can get. Three, th- uh, you can get first, second, third, another first next year. They can get a king's ransom and actually rebuild the right way. Get their young quarterback, yeah. and you can get backs in the second round. There's quality backs in the second round that you could have. That that would be doing it right. So, ra- so the reasoning, if I, if I'm reading it correctly, you would rather see them draft Barkley, who's right. going to struggle at least in the first initial right. maybe year or two behind an offensive line that's Swiss cheese, despite right. signing Nate Soldier, rather than them getting a king's ransom of draft picks where they could that's, reload the entire team. That's what they should do. And and if they wanted to, like I've talked about, like if they wanted, they they could trade Odell and get a lot of value and, and rebuild the right way. I mean. If, they, if they're not signed on to him long term. And they were saying the then, Rams was also a player for Odell as well. I don't know how the yeah. Rams could play into that at yeah. all. Buffalo does well, as well, well yeah. Gettleman, the new GM over there, he's the guy that drafted. Um, Josh Norman. No, McCaffrey at eight, which was a horrible pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's also the guy that got rid of Josh Norman. Right. He's, so, also, I mean, he's also the guy that got you, rid of him. And if you can't so learn. He doesn't how, like those kind of players. If you, you know can't I mean? learn how to deal with. You, like, you have to learn how to deal with. Your your young talent. That's the thing. I, I don't. GMs these days, like you got. These are the issues. Uh, if you have a, you can't get rid of talent like that. Like, that that's what I don't. That's what it. I don't understand the overall excitement for Giants fans about this whole new regime coming in. You got Pat Shermer, who is is bar is boring as a cardboard box. I mean, he's just dull as a cardboard. Does he have a great offensive scheme? He's got a he's got yeah. a good offensive scheme. Yeah. But keep in mind, he's got an aging quarterback. He's got a Swiss cheese offensive line. He's kind of a player's coach now. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just yeah. It's boring. <laughs> but, 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 but like, but what, what, what like has Pat Shermer ever done besides what he did in Minnesota last year that really opens up your eyes and says, "Wow, this guy, this guy is the man." He took over after Chip. I was about to say, beat the Giants. And then you've got their new GM, <laughs> that stuttering, bumbling prick. I don't know if you saw him at the owners' meetings oh this God. morning. That stuttering prick. Yeah. I and, seen and, him. and what has he done with the Carolina Panthers to make them any more of a contender than mm. Cam Newton? I mean, uh, like he drafted like uh, 
the, the receiver out of Ohio State, Curtis uh, Samuels in the second round. He's like the same player as McCaffrey kind of, like he's a, a space guy. When you could have moved back like in the draft, you could have got, got some linemen or something else, and then you could have got uh, running back from Saints. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara in the third. Yep. Like that's that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole running back situation frustrated you last year, man. I I was there yeah. with you at the draft and you were just rolling your eyes every time a running back was picked, like, why didn't we take him? He <laughs> wasn't ready. <laughs> and all of us were like praying we get Alden Smith. We were in a group huddle trying to get uh Dalvin Cook. Or Dalvin Cook. Yeah. yeah. This, Sorry. this is why my draft takes fucking <laughs> fucking stop. <laughs> The draft takes from me are just going to fucking stop. I don't watch college football. I didn't even watch yes, the combine. Did. I don't. I didn't even watch the combine this year. <laughs> I know. Gail was the only positive guy after the draft, saying Derek Barnett's a yeah. solid pick, uh, and we I'm, were all depressed I, I'm as done fuck. Listening man. to everybody else, <laughs> I didn't talk some motherfuckers off the edge, bro. I'm uh, like, yeah. I'm done. Whatever. He's happens got this crazy draft, handwork. I'm like, bruh. You know who right. we just passed up on? And I told you, I had him at 13. That's how value. Yeah. I had value in him. Yeah. So uh, the, we wrong. the Cowboys with Hearns, good signing. No, good Fun signing. Cowboys. Paying $16 million for Des Bryant now. Uh, they got to take, I mean, there there was a tweet I put out there. I don't know if you saw it this, 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 a couple of days ago. The amount that they're paying Des Bryant. Oh, <laughs> I, I love it. unreal. 16 Howie uh, is paying our entire receiving core that includes Alshon Jeffrey he's paying the entire cornerback uh group uh, and, and he, if you add Mike Wallace into there we're about 17-5 17-5 for all those guys <laughs> and the Cowboys have Dez fucking, fucking Bryant Dez. Two that's a fucking that. That's that's where you appreciate Howie Roseman, what he's done in the offseason, and being a step ahead of the game. It's how we do it. Hey. Okay, completely moneyballing the thing. Ah, damn. It bro. is a good signing by the Cowboys. It's good to see. Hey, the Cowboys are on the board. They signed somebody. Hey, congrats. congrats. They, got, they got another guy, Deontay Thomas. Thompson. Ooh. Deontay Thompson. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did the Eagles like? All right. The owners' meetings are are, are are fully on the way. What, what's the next move for the Eagles? Like, what what should we expect, either draft pick wise, or is there any other free agents out there, Gail, that kind of like intrigue you, or do you see any moves on the horizon where now that the draft is is approaching in in what about a month? Yeah, a month. Yeah, literally a month. Yeah, L- literally I a think, month. I away. think Howie right now, as we speak, is working. He is working. He's been talking to a lot of the, you know all those gyms down there right now. There's that the coaches down there in Orlando. Like he's working, he's working, and <laughs> he's trying to move Kendricks for another year. You know, because there's teams out there that need linebackers. So I feel like the second and third round is where how he's trying to go. You know, you, well, I believe we have a couple of fourth rounders. You could package a player, swap picks. Uh, I'm gonna right. make him an offer he can't refuse. I think how how he's working the phones right now. I think we they they'll probably get a in line tight end because that we don't have on the roster right now. Uh, I think Billy Brown will be a, an option that they'll they'll try to work into that that Trey Burton role. Um, but I think we've done most of our damage already. Now it's time to really hit the draft and uh, start adding other pieces.
for right. the puzzle. So before we get to the Twitter questions to uh, wrap up the show, we want to touch on a couple of uh, housekeeping notes. And first, I want to bring on our producer, Justin, to speak a little bit about the Wildfire Sports Draft Party, which hey. 4th and John will be kicking off. The first round of the draft. So, Justin, give them the details Who on the, the fuck draft. Is this <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, Wildfire Draft Party is going to be at the Seven C Lounge, which is inside the FOP Lodge Five. It's uh, right off the. Bu- it's uh, if you know where Chickies and Pete's on the Boulevard is, it's yep. basically right across the street. Hey, okay. right. um, right. yeah, it's, it's right there. Um, no, it's a big, huge place. I saw uh, pictures of it. It's very spacious. Yeah, it, it, it's and a massive. Lot of, and a lot of TVs, which yeah. is That's big. good. And yeah. there's several different rooms. So, you know, if we if everybody starts showing up, before you know, before we go on, it looks like, you know, the room that we're in is too going to be too crowded. Just move to a bigger room. Um, We've got to need a bigger room. Yeah. <laughs> the, the address of it is uh, 11630 Caroline Road. Philadelphia, PA, 19154. Like I said, it's basically right across the street from the Chickies and Peace on the Boulevard. And we'll be kicking it off right at 6 o'clock, yes. going live for about 40 minutes. What are the other shows that are going to be on so, from yeah. Wildfire Sports? So the other shows, are you guys are going to be starting it off first, and then we're going to have 4th uh, and Go, uh, Santa Boot first, Cracked Bell Crew, Corner Pub Sports, and 215 Live will be rounding it out. Uh, it's going to go from 6 to 10.30, with uh, each show getting about 40, 45 minutes of airtime. Nice. That's awesome. So it'll be happening before the draft. It'll be happening during the draft. And we'll be hanging out for the entire draft. I'm really excited about this because, what was it, Gail, about three years ago? Well, it was when Carson Wentz was drafted. Yep. Yep. That, kind, that, that you and I, as early budding fourth and genres, yep. we attended a draft party thrown by our friends over at Bleeding Green Nation at phillyinfluencer.com, and that was really kind of the kickoff really to the exciting. concept of really bringing a lot of people from Eagles Twitter and all our other social media outlets together to watch the draft all at once. So I'm really, uh, I'm really excited for this. I can't. I hope everybody can make it. Oh, it should be. It should be big, and you know, we get to pick thirty-two. We so to, we get to watch the entire first round. And then watch them trade out of the pick. And then we get to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and then and we, we have to wait till tomorrow. And that would suck, man. That would suck. That would suck. And also, uh, a little bit of housekeeping news. We are starting the planning. We are starting to put the wheels in motion for the Hall of Fame Brian Dawkins trip. Gail and I already have our tickets. I know uh, Mike and Evan are working on their tickets. Trox has already got his ticket. Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. We're gonna be we're gonna be caravanning <laughs> it out to uh, Cleveland, Ohio, is where we're gonna be staying. Gail Gail is gonna pick the uh, the hotel spot for us, but we'll be sure to let everybody know exactly where we're staying. Um, we're going to uh, go out there on Thursday, Friday. I'm real excited about because we are going to take a day long, a full day tour of the NFL Hall of Fame. And if you've never visited the Hall of Fame, it, it, it and you are a football fan, not just a yeah. Philadelphia Eagles fan, but a football fan, and you have not done this yet, you are missing your football calling. It is like visiting Mecca. It is like if you were Jewish and visiting Jerusalem. It is a must-do. It is your obligation as a football fan to go see that place. You, can, you could easily – I went out there when – Reggie was inducted. I went out there uh, with my buddy Herka. Herka does sports on Twitter. Uh, we sp- we did the same exact thing. We drove out there. 
We spent the day at the Hall of Fame. We could have easily spent two days at the Hall of Fame just touring all the exhibits, seeing everything that was supposed to be seen. And that was back in 2005-ish, 2006-ish, prior to all the renovations and additions that they did to the Hall of Fame. So there's going to be so much more to see, and I'm really looking forward to hopefully not only Gail, it's going to be your first time, right? First time. I'm popping your Hall of Fame cherry yeah, dude, right there, uh, but also uh, taking a lot of lit and and Trox as well. And I think yeah, you guys, it's all of ours. Oh, it's everybody's first time. Okay, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to also bringing listeners and 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 fans of the show and Eagles fans as well, and just as one big group, taking our time, not being rushed, really kind of soaking in all the history. I promise you. It is not something you're going to want to yeah. miss out on. And even if you don't plan on attending to or don't feel like paying for a ticket for the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, which are they're getting expensive. Yeah. Prices are only going up. It's all through second party, StubHub, shit like that. So the prices are high. Please join us on that Friday. Uh, party. And, yeah. And, and, hey, party. And, and do the Hall of Fame. And it's another opportunity to take over another city. Oh, you, you know how we roll. Yeah. If, uh, if you're also looking for affordable options, our friends over at Green Legion are also uh, offering a package where they will bus you out there. Um, the I, I think it is Friday, and then they're also staying in Cleveland as well. And then doing the Hall of Fame thing and the induction ceremony all, at one, all in one shot <coughs> on Saturday and then driving back on Sunday. Uh, if you're looking for other options, I know there's tickets available through Green Legion. Check them out as they well. They still have field passes left. They, they, they keep, field passes. yeah, they keep mentioning. They, I think the last post I saw was yesterday, and they have like 40 field passes left. They don't have much left. And me and me and Gail are up in like section 220. We're in the nosebleeds. They were a buck 89 a piece. That's uh, yeah, because yeah, we were talking about it. A piece. So they're they're getting expensive. So we're gonna have more details on that as it keeps rolling. But get, uh, Mike, why don't you? Uh, why don't you start firing away with the Twitter questions for me, bud? All right, why don't we do a question from our good buddy, Zach Kress. He says, which NFC East wide receiver situation has been funnier to watch, the Beckham or Bryant? In my opinion, it's the Beckham of anything. Because, oh. because the whole situation with him, with the whole girlfriend or his chick or whatever just hanging the bed and she was doing sniffing and all that stuff. <laughs> Fucking now all the trade rumors going on with him. It's just... Really funny, like, drama show going on with Beckham compared to Brian. Brian, it's like, whatever, you're paying 16 and a half million to pay him a year, which is pretty fucking ridiculous. But what the funnier situation without Dallas Beckham? I have to say the funniest situation is the Redskins situation. I mean, do, do tell. Do explain. Uh, I mean, they, they spent, they gave Paul Richardson 20 million guaranteed. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, and, I mean, they have Josh Doxson, who's uh, had a problem staying healthy. Um, so, I mean, that that wide receiver situation is kind of funny to me. The Odell Beckham Jr., by by all yeah. accounts, is just a complete clown, clown show. And it's a shame, too, because you see a young man who's so talented that's really kind of just can't get... Self, I, I put this tweet out there. Self-accountability is a lesson that's only learned the hard way, and by the time you learn it, it's too late. Like, Odell Beckham Jr. really has to start... If, if, if he's not concerned about the team and he's not concerned about his teammates and he doesn't give a shit about the Giants organization, he's got to keep his ass out of the club. He's got to keep his ass away from any drugs. He's got to keep his ass away from the boats. And just, dude, you protect your brand. Protect your brand. And he just does such a piss-poor job of going about it. And it's affecting the New York Giants. And uh, it, 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 it's a complete clown show. 
uh, especially when you're on the outside looking in, like we are as Eagles fans, looking at our rival team struggle with the Giants and Odell Beckham and all that. Um, I just think that <laughs> I, I, I find it hilarious with the Odell Beckham thing. Just watch it. There's nothing better. And you could say whatever you want about what it says about me as a person. But watching someone, <laughs> that, that, watching someone that is so egotistical and about themselves to just crash and burn. And, but like, not, like he's an extremely talented athlete, and there's nothing about that. But the fact that his own ego is going to get in the way of his career, it, it's kind of funny to watch from the outside in. And, he's yeah, and, that, and that motherfucker ran me off the road. I'll keep saying it. Yeah. Two years ago. Fuck that. Dude. And I didn't know it was him until I saw an NFL show, and I was like, that's the fucking car. That ran you off that the road. That ran me off the fucking road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's moving out. So thank thank God yeah. he's moving out out of the neighborhood. Go ahead. Next question. Another question is from our good buddy, brother Frank. He's this is pretty much a Gale question. He says, What's your draft wish list of players for the Eagles? Just name three. He says. Uh, I mean, there's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of players. Uh, name your top three that you want. I mean, if Darius Geist landed there, uh, a running back out of LSU. Um, let's see, Justin. Let's see. Um, there's so much. DJ Moore, um, Crosby, uh, offensive lineman out of Oregon. Rashawn Evans, a linebacker out of Alabama. There's, there's, so, we're at the mercy of the board. There's so many players that, like Ronald Jones out of uh, USC. So Michelle. I could, I could keep going. But it's a, it's a good thing that you Dallas can't... Goddard. South Dakota State. <laughs> You're at the mercy be, of the board, but but it's a good thing yeah, that you tight can end, keep right? going. Yeah, because that shows yeah, us even beast. at 32, there's still going to be some quality players that are might make an immediate impact right away that can fill definitely any holes that we have. We're on at the a team. luxury point. This is luxury. Like right yeah. now, we don't we have all our starters coming back. You could go wherever the best player is available. So that's that's what it is. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, brother Frank. We appreciate the <laughs> we appreciate it as always. Uh, we got another question from Big Shirley. Fucking Shirley. Uh, <laughs> do, do I got to brace myself for this one? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever farted and not liked the smell? Every time? Why? Why? why, the, you, this, why is fucking, keep... this is Big Shirley in a fucking nutshell. If, what, if why anything, do you keep he taking his questions? <laughs> I get notifications from this everybody fucking guy every it. day. Everybody loves their own brand. Uh, <laughs> fucking um, every day, he bitches at me saying I don't fucking OG do his now. questions. He's a, he's a fourth and John Taylor. Nah, he's OG. a huge he, veteran. He, he, is, he is fourth and John OG. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone take their shirt off like that since Michael Jackson at a, an <laughs> event. <laughs> you weren't you weren't there to see it live. <laughs> but it wasn't. That was bad. All right, next next question. Thanks, Cheryl. <laughs> Fucking ass. <laughs> he just fucking spit out his <laughs> coffee. All right, we're going to do two quick questions. We got a question from uh, this random guy saying he's a podcast guy. The <laughs> podcast guy. That he says, uh, why are the Vikings fans still butthurt to this day? Would this happen to be the same podcast guy that maybe reported that Vikings fan shirt that said fuck, fuck Philly, Philly using the Vikings logo on T Public? Um, why are Vikings fans so salt? I don't know. I. But I will say this. I am thoroughly enjoying talking about another team and shitting on a fan base that isn't in the NFC East. I'm loving the fact that the Vikings fans continue to give us material. 
and continue to be salty and continue to be bitter. It's sparking a rivalry inside our own conference that isn't inside (laughs) our division. And quite frankly, it's a rivalry. To be a rival, you have got to give up some Mm -hmm. competition. And we've been spanking the Minnesota Vikings' ass, whether it be the coin flip at the draft, whether it be stealing Alshon Jeffrey away from them because they offered him more money, whether it be hosing them in the Sam Bradford trade, whether it be ending their undefeated streak during the 2016 season, whether it be... Uh, Whoop that ass in the championship game. Championship game, and whether it be watching those people make up phony stories on Facebook, bullshit, uh, and, and now and now continuing to complain and, and petition the NFL that there should be consequences for these Eagles fans' actions. They're, they're going to investigate. And you want to and you want to run a story with a picture from our tailgate? Yeah. yeah what the fuck? What the dude? fuck? And I, we fed that Vikings fan. We b- broke bread, gave him beers, whiskey, Jello shots. You name it. He had a good time. He was with good people. There was uh, we busted his balls, but other than that, nothing. Shout out happened. Shout out DC Daryl for the f- epic photo. <laughs> yeah, I know that's epic. And I like how we're doing like we're making fun of the fucking chant. Like we were doing the Foles chant with the clap. And then I'm not sure you guys saw yesterday that the Sixers game, uh, Foles actually played. And then while uh, well, he was actually doing good in like the third quarter, they were doing the Foles chant. Oh, I fucking love it. I love it. I love. Sixers' t- uh, Twitter account is absolutely savage. Uh, like, when they put that video so together great. after the Timberwolves, after that was, they clinched, that was, and it was I a mix of it. the Eagles, uh, Vikings, it. NFC Championship game, and what they, you know, <clears throat> they what they swept the leg on that one, man. Yeah. Uh, and they continue to take L's and continue to cry about it. Random podcast guy, I think we got him in the studio. Did they take said shirt down? They did. Oh. I was about to say, we got a question I was going to bring up Ooh. from Lee OJ. She says, how can I get a shirt? Anybody want to sign my shirt? You know what the beautiful thing is? Like, whatever assholes were running that podcast over there in Vikings land. And you, mean, you mean all, like, 104 of their followers? Yeah, 104 of their followers. Yeah, they, they can't hold a candle to 4th and John. But they were thanking Eagles fans for all the free publicity. They got, like, we, 13 retweets or something? Yeah, 13 oh. retweets, and then we got their shirt taken down. Fuck you. Listen, if the, if the NFL is going to go uh, 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 on our T public page and take down our shit... Why should we not snitch on yeah, another? You want to know? I can't believe how easy it is to get these logos taken down. I'm about to just go through and everything that's negative Philadelphia. Just get, take it all down. I, I can't believe let how it easy. Burn, it is. Let it burn. That might be a project, like another one bites the dust sort sort of deal. What other Twitter questions we got? Uh, was that, it? that was it. It's already past ten o'clock, so I don't know if Evan, if you, you want to do around the league. Evan, you want to do around the league? We do around the league. You we, got, around we, league. we touched on uh, a couple of my topics already. But I've got a couple others I wanted to get to. Um, first, uh, NFL came down with a uh, new rule today about um, being penalized for uh, lowering your helmet when initiating contact on a tackle. Uh, what? So how? So they? Is it like a certain position? How low so it has to be no, no, no. for it to be a penalty? So if it, so if a defenseman is uh, initiating a tackle, right. they lower their head. That is now a. That is now a penalized. Is it, is so it's completely head first, no matter what tackle. Yep, yep. yep. So Whether you're going for the sternum, if you lower the head, you will be penalized. Uh, yeah, I guess that's an okay rule. I could see that. The whole concussion ordeal BSness that's been going on with that. I can't understand why they made that rule. Well, I'm a, I, mean, I have no. I have really no problem with it, to be honest. Well, if, um, you, if you look at the Ryan Shazier. Yeah, exactly. Injury, yeah. Uh, maybe the. They're they're trying to limit, but it's yo you can't. 
The Malcolm Jenkins tackle on Brandon Cooks. If you've never played football and you've never tried to hit anybody, like in the in the heat of the moment, shit happens. Like you, you if a guy That's thinks too much, split second decisions you have to make. You know, it's, and it's, 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 it's things that are instinctual. It's not even. It's like, gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's gonna be curious to see how this rule is gonna play out on the football field because we. It could go one of two ways. We could either be it's more penalties, overreacting, like it has to be an oh, egregious uh, lowering of the helmet, i.e., spearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, to be to be called a penalty, or is this like half the tackles in the league are going to now be flagged and it's, it's going to be? Turn it seems like it's going to be another up in the air sort of call, much like the catch rule. It, it seems like we've got ourselves another. Non-defined. Am I the only one yeah, in the room that didn't pressure. have a problem with the way the NFL catch rule was worded? Or interpreted or enforced. The new one? I, I don't you, understand you, what a Justin, football. You move. didn't like it. You didn't like the catch rule as it stood. What? No, it, what is a did. football move? Could you define what a football move is to make? Is that like they always the third step? The third step? Yeah. Th- yeah. Th- third step, and you're and you're, and you're making you're a making move. a football move. Like I. What does that? Mean? I had. I had. Well, zero, well, now, <laughs> you, know, you know when you see. You know when you see it. Well, well, you know well now it's now it. I think it's just third step. You get the third step, and you're good. Okay. They're is that, not gonna, they're is, not gonna is do, that how it's worded now? It, it, it's not when you if you continue to the ground and you let go. Once you get to that third step and you and the ball falls to the ground and you hit it, it's still gonna be it's gonna be a catch. But wasn't Corey Clement's catch in the Super Bowl two feet? But the the ball was still moving, but well, he yeah, had control. That that, that that you you can't take a third step. There. Exactly, the that's why I mean. There, we're talking about the third step, but Corey Clement had to do two steps in the yeah. end zone for he that catch to happen, step. and yeah. it, it was called a catch. So it it's still the there's still I don't think they're ever going to figure out this damn catch rule. Well, he, in general, dra- he dragged the feet though. No, yeah, he did. But almost, we were talking about the like third the more step. The stipulations that they put on it, the harder it is to interpret it. Yeah. I, I, I I might be alone on this. I didn't have any problem with the way it was I'm, worded or enforced or interpreted. No, I'm before. with you. I'm the with de- you. The Des yeah. ca- the Des drop will now be a Des catch. Mm-hmm. The Jesse James drop air quotes will now be a catch. Yeah. Um. Final thing I wanted to get to, because we got to the Sue and we got to OBJ. So um, Johnny Manziel today tried out at Texas A&M's Pro Day, and he uh, performed in front of all 32 teams. Is there any chance that he gets dragged back into the league, or is this all just a PR story? They were saying he's going back to CFL. They're saying there's a good chance he would probably go to CFL and play. He performed in front of all 32 teams because all fucking 32 teams were were there there to see other, other players. Right, Justin. Yeah, and and the the video that came out from him at uh, San Diego University, I think last week yeah. or maybe over the weekend. The only reason he was there is because they didn't have a quarterback to throw to the receivers at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so he, you know, he, glorified they, water. Boy. They didn't, come, you know, he didn't go there. The NFL scouts didn't come to see him. The other guys that were there for the, the, you know, the scouts to come see, they didn't have anybody to throw him the ball, and they said Johnny Manziel's in town. Let's just go get him. Well, I mean, but if you think about him, I mean, trying, it's a creative way trying, to get in front of the scouts, right? I mean, if he's trying to make a comeback and show that he's humble, this is the shit he's got to do. He's got to eat yeah. that humble pie. Like, he if does. you, ha- how hungry so- do you want to? Do you want to come back in the league? You got to do some shit like this. Like, he might have to go to the CFL, but he's still getting the eyeballs. Uh-huh. Do you, do you see him playing in the NFL though? Yeah, might no. down the- do you see him coming back and playing? Maybe down the road. Did you see the text? Yeah. Did you see the text that signed Brandon Whedon? I did not see God, that. Damn. God, really? I, I didn't even know Brandon Whedon was still an option Jeez, in, in the least. Terrible. Man. Terrible. Come on. Can, 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 it's like can, can almost a Sam Bradford, but much Chase worse. Chase He's still Daniels. collecting that money. 
Can we can we all agree at this point, regardless of your stance on the Colin Kaepernick situation, can we can we all agree that the dude's been blackballed? Oh yeah, whether, whether you agree oh, with yeah. it or not. No, no doubt. Like, if you're no signing doubt. Brandon Whedon, you could tell he was blackballed. Yeah, yeah, but even the guys who were like, he's blackballed for re, like he's not blackballed. He's just he didn't stand up for the fucking national anthem. Yeah. At this point, even those people got to agree. All right, like when you're signing Brandon Whedon. And he's it's, not even getting a try. And he's Chase, not even getting Chase a try. Daniels yeah. getting signed. But then again, That's that is ridiculous. the Texans, and we all know how the inmates run the prison <laughs> down there in Texas. Yeah, I mean, come on. All right, what that, do we? What else we got? Is that That's it? That's all we got. We touched on the other things earlier. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Be sure to check out the Fourth and John shop. We got some new shirts up on there. Hey. We're gonna continue to have. I've got a Colin Cowherd shirt coming up hey. just in time. For the 76ers playoff run. And by the way, congratulations to the Philadelphia 76ers on clinching hey. that playoff spot. Bolts! 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 I love it. So check it out on the T Public site. Here we go. E A G L E S Eagles! <laughs> Eagles football? We're talking Eagles football. You're listening to Fourth and John. Wait, what the f is a John anyway? Does he look like a bitch? Fuck your pouch! And you can tell them to go themselves. Okay, fuck! No! No! Fuck you. No! Yes, you did! You can't handle the truth. Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. It doesn't matter. We're all high in here. We just won the fucking Super Bowl, you jaw motherfuckers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.